Jadavian Clowney has re-signed with the Cleveland Browns. We're going to talk about the depth of that defensive end room. We are also going to get to Andrew Berry having two assistant general managers, both serving in different capacities. All of that and more. Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, your host, on your latest Locked On Browns. You are Locked On Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast. Um, your host, Jeff Lloyd. Your host, Garrett Bush. Today's episode is brought to you by the fine folks over at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Sorry, folks. Uh, we're kicking off a new week here. Um, and it's rare that we can kick off a Let's week, go. certainly late in May, where we got a lot to talk about. Oh. Obviously, the Browns looked out for your boys here today, G Money and Jeff. Yeah. And set us up with a lot of talking points. Um, obviously, we've been going through this here, the dalliance with Jadavian Clowney. Um, I don't think look, if you're a team that covers this team and you're a team that follows this team in depth, I don't think anybody thought that this there was any other outcome that was going to happen other than Jadavian Clowney was going to return. As the Browns went more and more all in, um, you think for Clowney, it just it, it was the logical place to go. There were rumors, you know, maybe you know, Jadavian Clowney was looking for a two-year deal, maybe of an average of 14 million. It's now a, another one-year deal. Um, looks like, you know, I, I don't know if it's incentive laden, but, you know, most likely, you know, Jadavian Clowney is going to make about 3 million more than he did last year, up to about 11 million this year. Um, you get a player back that you desperately needed. Um, you have, and we're going to get to this in the second segment about the rest of the defensive end room. You have guys that you think I promise they're not ready. They are certainly not ready to give you any contri- uh, contri- uh, contributions like Jadavian Clowney did last season with nine sacks closing out the year as strongly as he did. <clears throat> so good day here for Andrew Barry and the Browns. And the thing is, is look, the Browns are going to be in town this week. Um, there are OTAs this week. Um, Jadavian most likely, I figure, should be in town to sign his contract. Whether or not he'll work out, we'll see. And look, Jadavian's always on his own path as far as when he's ready to go. And this is one of the reasons why I think it was prudent for Clowney to come back to Cleveland as much as the Browns wanted him back is you know, the injuries have cost him a lot of time, and it cost him a lot of games over the years. The Browns worked with him, put together a plan. We said, this was what we think will be best for you, for you to be most successful, which in turn will allow you to make more money next season. Guess what? The Browns plan, Clowney played a lot, Clowney, Clowney produced, and guess what? Now Jadavian Clowney's getting a $3 million raise on top of what he got last year. Gee, money. A lot of good things for the Browns today. This is just the tip of the iceberg when he gets all this. Man, man, oh man. See, you know, sometimes you already you always know sometimes, like, you know, when you was younger and they was getting you, you wanted something for Christmas so bad, and you kind of knew that your parents was gonna get it for you. <laughs> you had an inkling, right? But but there's always that little thing that they, when it starts to count down around Thanksgiving time, you're like, Man, I was I did get a detention and I had to walk to school. I did, I did get a C- on that intern report. I don't know if they really got me what I wanted. 
maybe they took it back. <laughs> Just that little doubt. And then when you open it on Christmas Day, you're like, ah, I always knew it. See, that's like Jadavian Clowney. I, you know, everyone thought, hey, we're gonna get Clowney back. We're gonna have Miles Garrett and him locking the rolling. We're ready to go. And then there was that little small inkling, like, well, uh, we ain't heard from Clowney. We keep putting posts out there. We ain't heard nothing about Clowney. And then when Jarvis Landry didn't come back, it was kind of like, mm, is what this means? Is, is, is it is it is it mean that that, that Clowney's not coming back too? And then you you look back and you realize you're like, okay, I was always gonna get Clowney, but it still feel good when you land him. So for me, now this definitely has us looking forward. Now I can say, okay, all right, you know, if you want to if you want to just suspend Deshaun Watson, I feel comfortable with a Jacoby Brissett. We're gonna hand this football off and we're gonna play real solid defense. <laughs> we're gonna get after some guys. We, we we can win some games defensively. Now those young guys, you can kick down, they can run share your sub packages, you can kick them down, they can come in and spot rush and spot field with those young legs. But in terms of what it means, it means you got two pass rushers that can give you pressure at all times. And this is exactly what we needed for the Cleveland Browns to solidify before we went into camp. Now we can look around and see, okay, we'll figure out the this tackle rotation and come up here in a little bit. We'll tell you who's the guys that, that is on that defensive line, who are some of the guys and where they fit in and how they go. But right now, just know. That Jadavian Clowney makes Miles Garrett better. Miles Garrett makes Jadavian Clowney better. And both of those guys make the Cleveland Browns better. With this acquisition, and this is kind of what I like about it so much, is you know, for whatever regime has been here and coaching staff has been here, they've tried to put a competent, smart edge guy next to Miles, basically understanding you're a unicorn. Go do what you do, because at the end of the season, it's going to culminate into sacks in the teens 13 14 15 b whatever but you always wanted somebody who was first a very assignment driven player we saw this with olivier vernon now we've seen this with jadavian Clowney. it does get misconstrued sometimes about how good jadavian Clowney is against the run his length is a big factor in that but it's also his intelligence understanding i have to get outside of this tight end shoulder i have to get to the outside of this tackle's shoulder my job may not necessarily be to stop this play, but my job is to make sure Anthony Walker, Jeremiah Usu-Koromoa, or perhaps Sione Takitaki and some of the other guys that are now in that room, that I am turning this play that way. These guys will be there. I know that. And Jadamian Clowney, and it, it, it's tough because he's he doesn't get that respect i think and look will jadavian Clowney ever live up to being a number one overall pick probably not and that's okay look not a lot of guys do it's you know it, he didn't make himself the number one overall pick but he I, plays, I mean he he's done he's done some good things if you were looking for lawrence taylor number one He's not Lawrence Taylor. If he's looking for Reggie White, he's not Reggie White. But I think he, I think he is a very serviceable to to good good, good player. And, and if you got another guy on the opposite side of him, he could be a great player. Oh, I totally agree. And look, you've already seen social uh, media interview. You know, obviously from Miles Garrett. Miles likes playing with this guy. And look. There's not many people Miles Garrett can actually pick their brain. Look, you can say, what do you think about this player, this, that, and the other thing. But Jadavian Clowney is about as much of a freak of nature as Miles Garrett is. So, like, these two are on, like, a universe talking about things they can do at six foot five, 270 pounds. 
that people just can't even fathom. And I'm talking about people within NFL locker rooms. There are just things these guys can do as the God-gifted athletes that they are. And it's nice to have that. And it's certainly rare to have that where you can look at somebody else who's got the length, who's got the athletic ability, da 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 goes on and on and on and on. And if there's one thing Miles doesn't have that maybe Jadavion Clowney does, it's a longer resume in the league. And there's still me, maybe players that Miles has played very limited tackles he's gone against or teams he's played very limited. And Jadavion Clowney, oh, well, here's something I picked up, this, that, and the other thing. But it's a great duo. And for most importantly for the Browns, it, it still gets blown over because of Baker, the failures on offense, a million other things. There was one really gleaming positive when 2021 ended, and it was the defensive side of the football. And getting Clowney back, obviously most of the secondary coming back, most of the linebacking core coming back, the defensive tackle room, yeah, we'd still like a veteran in here. That room wasn't really too hot last year anyway. But knowing that you've got this defense almost as close to full bore that looks so strong to close out 2021, it's huge for this team. A, if you do get Deshaun Watson for 17 games, you've got Deshaun Watson and a great defense. If you're missing Deshaun Watson and it's Jacoby Brissett, guess what? You've got a strong running game. You can do some play action, and you have a really great defense. I'm excited, Garrett. This was a good, good day for Cleveland. We're going to get to more on this as we go on. Definitely, definitely. We've got some things to get to here. Um, obviously, since we've gone to Jadavian Clowney, we're going to avoid um, the you know uh, rankings, positional rankings that we've been doing here for the last couple of days. Obviously, you know, this is kind of more breaking news. Um, so we're going to get actually now to the shape of the defensive end room. We talked that there were going to be some major changes here. Um, there are, but this is kind of like the way we felt the changes were going to come this year. One brought in by trade. Two brought in, obviously, through the NFL draft. We're going to get to all that and more here. Your latest Lockdown Browns, Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, taking you along for the ride on your Monday. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, Garrett, looking at the shape of the defensive end room, um, obviously we've had role players here in the last few years. Last year, Tack McKinley uh, was a nice player. Um, sadly, obviously the blown Achilles looks yeah. like for all intents and purposes, Tack's probably going to miss most of this season. Um, difficult pill to swallow. Porter Gustin, Joe Jackson. We know these guys, they've been around for the last few years. Um, but these guys now at third, fourth, fifth year in the league, they were – okay role players, but it came time to, are we going to pay them more than what we possibly think we could get from some other guys? You trade Mac Wilson to the New England Patriots. You bring in Chase Winovich, um, who already looks like he's going to be a fan favorite. You rock the number 69. These people are going to go nuts over it. They're going to go crazy. You draft a player in the third round in Alex Wright. 
Alex Wright, if you look at him, you look at the measurables. We don't have athleticism. You, What do you see? Length, height, good weight at defensive end. Oh, wow. Right? Maybe the Browns have a type. You come back later on day three. You bring in another defensive end around six foot five, around 270 pounds. A lot of length to him. Folks, the Browns have a type at the defensive end position. So now you are a team working with your two stalwarts, Miles Garrett and Avian Clowney. A potential, the potential for Alex Wright is big. And the other thing is you have to understand going from UAB to the NFL, the coaching level for Alex Wright is going to amp up a ton. Yep. So he has the potential. And certainly if he's willing to take what he's going to be taught, the potential is there to be a starting defensive end in this league and be a predominant starting defensive end in this league. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas looks like a player similar to the Joe Jacksons, the Porter Gustins, guys that can play off of Miles Garrett. I will do my assignment. I will play well in the role I am asked. I can also kick inside if I'm asked to because we know the Browns like to get as many defensive ends on the field in pass rushing situations. I love where this room is now. We knew this was coming as far as a change in that room, getting younger, getting more athletic, moving away from guys who had a couple of years to prove themselves and essentially didn't. I love this because I think you have such a great mixture of two top dogs and then guys who could develop into really, really solid players, Garrett. Uh, yeah, I, I like when I'm looking at this, this, uh, you know, depth chart, I really like what it does when you bring Jadavian Clowney back in here. So when you bring him in, you can bump everything back down. So, you know, instead of you, you looking at Chase Winovich being your every down player and Alex Wright playing big time snaps, you can back those guys out. Now you can give them an opportunity to develop a little bit right now. You're starting defensive end on the left side is Miles Garrett. Right side is Jadavian Clowney. Then you got Taven Bryan. A lot of people forget uh, what they got him for, uh, from the Jacksonville Jaguars. They brought him in to play and start. So you look at that, and then you look uh, at the other defensive tackle. As of right now, uh, it looks like it's going to be a a uh, a really tough camp. They're gonna. I think a lot of these guys are gonna rotate in. Jordan Elliott is in there right now. They'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But Perion Winfrey is right behind him. He, he's he's a guy that is in, is athletic. He's a dog in there. He he don't play no games. He's going to bring in a lot of energy and effort. And then you got Shelton Day. Shelton Day is another guy that they've liked. He's in, he's, he's in that mix too. So all three of those guys, Jordan Elliott, Perion Winfrey, and Shelton Day are going to be battling for that defensive tackle position all summer long. And then on, at the other D tackle, you still forget Tommy Togia is a guy that just can, you know, clog things up, is a guy who is just always, when you watch Ohio State a couple of years ago, he's a guy who always was in the right spot, just just clogging things up. And then you look at it now. Chase Winovich is now in your second defensive end. And my, mind you, these guys can move back and forth. These guys can move from left defensive end to right defensive end, especially if you're talking about doing pass rush and pass rush downs uh, in a sub package. Chase Winovich, Alex Wright, uh, Isaiah Thomas, we're going to figure out which one of those guys are going to be the dudes that have a, a really great camp. And you got to throw a guy like Curtis Weaver in there. Curtis Weaver was a guy that they got um, out of Boise State that people thought can you know, give you some bend, give you some rush ability. So, you know, now it, it, now that depth looks good, I'm interested in seeing uh, that defensive tackle position and, and which one of these defensive ends between Isaiah Thomas, Curtis Weaver, Alex Wright, or Chase Winovich is going to be uh, that guy that's the, the first defensive end off the, off the bench when you need to get a pass rush. 
For me, I, I look at this, and, and this is what I'm kind of thinking is, is look, you know, we've seen at times Miles Garrett in his career kick inside in obvious pass rushing situations. Obviously, we have seen Jadavian Clowney. He did it, obviously, playing with J.J. Watt in Houston. Um, there were times where, you know, they kicked one of them inside. Jadavian is certainly one of those guys. Long, though, what, is that, what does that tell you? Hey, even if I'm blocked, I've got something I can do to maybe break this play up. All I got to do is jump. <laughs> I yeah. All I got to do is throw out my 35-inch wingspan. And, I, I, I mean, you know, 35-inch arms, you know, 80-inch wingspan, I can make a play that way. Um, you think about a scenario where you could possibly put on the field Taven Bryant, the one thing that people seem a little positive about him as far as his time so far in the NFL is his pass rushing ability. Okay, so you put him on the inside. You can put Miles on the inside, Jadavian on the outside, or vice versa. Chase Winovich now gets one-on-ones, maybe against a right tackle. That looks pretty promising. You know, Alex Wright, it's all about how quick maybe it comes for him. Um, so you could also even run NASCAR where you could go Miles on the inside, Jadavian. Winovich probably is always going to stay on the outside as he's a little bit more undersized. But Alex Wright's built like the other two. There is your NASCAR package. You can do it with Isaiah Thomas. This gives a lot of flexibility. This gives a lot of depth to what possibly um, you, you know Joe Woods can do in nickel and dime situations. And that's not even mentioning Perrion Winfrey, who probably can play right away in pass rushing situations on the inside. This was really constructed well um, by Andrew Barry. Um, and whatever your feelings are about the move for Deshaun Watson, I, I, I get it. Look, I'm not going to critique anybody for what, however you feel about that. But you look at all the moves and the succession of moves in other places. It's like you see a plan and you see, hey, we need to build a room. Hey, they just needed to build a wide receiver room. Let, they me, did. let me ask you this, Jeff. Let me let me throw this question to you. What are your thoughts? <coughs> and I've been hearing it a while. We we I, I was going to throw this out later in the week, but it, it feels good right now. What are your thoughts about Indomitian Sue? We've been hearing a lot about possibility of Indomitian Sue. What do you think about that? Um, what do you think the prospects are? And, or or do you feel more comfortable with some of the young guys we just mentioned? I, I think you still want to bring in a veteran. I, I I think there's no way around it. I mean, you talk about the question is. What do the Browns feel they need from said defensive tackle? If it's a run stopper, Ndamukong Sue is a name you're certainly looking for. Um, also, Eddie Goldman, formerly of the Chicago Bears. He's probably, if it was Sue or Goldman, Goldman's in a much earlier part in his career. For me, that's the one to make more sense. Not taking away Ndamukong Sue. And the fact that Ndamukong Sue is a little bit of a jerk on the field. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. You right. know what I'm saying? There ain't nothing wrong with that. Every now and then you need, you know what I'm saying? It's not it's not an issue to have a player yeah. like that. Or are you looking for the guy who can play the inside, who has proven he's a dominant pass rusher as a defensive tackle? Akeem Hicks has been a really, really solid player over his time in like the that. NFL, rushing from the inside. So the question is, which flavor are you looking for if you're Andrew Barry? If you're looking run stuffer, maybe Eddie Goldman's your guy. Maybe Dominican Sue's your guy who can do a little bit of both. Are you looking just straight pass rusher, where it's probably going to be a guy like Akeem Hicks? I think one of those three names is still going to happen. I think Dominican Sue, it certainly seems to make some sense. It certainly seems to seem that there is some interest there. 
Um, and if you're Joe Woods, you just got to be sitting over there like, sure, whatever y'all want to do, homie. You know, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, we had steak last night. But look, man, you want to fire up me a New York strip. I ain't going to tell you I'm no gonna, today. I'm going to hate on that. I'm going to make sure I walk that. four miles afterwards so I can check my cholesterol. But no problem, man. I'll eat steak again if this is what you all want to do for me. Andrew, by the way, I'll be in the office tomorrow at 7 a.m. Do you need a bagel? Am I bringing you a box of donuts? Well, how right. do you want your coffee? Because, look, if you're going to keep feeding me, I'm going to make sure I'm going to keep feeding you. So it's a good experience right now, a good day here for the Cleveland Browns. Look, I, you know, other things notwithstanding. And, look, guys, we have a job to do. This is not locked on Deshaun Watson. This is not locked on Deshaun Watson trial. Like Deshaun, <laughs> locked on Deshaun Watson court TV. I've got a job to do. Garrett's got a job to do. People are paying us. So we got to talk about every single thing Cleveland Browns related. I understand there's a lot of people focused on that, and I get it. But I'll be honest, either way, whatever you feel about the Browns' new quarterback, if this is what we talked about every day, y'all wouldn't want to listen because you'd get tired of it. We're going to get here. Uh, obviously, some moves, um, another move made here today where now Andrew Barry now has two assistant GMs we're going to get into that. Obviously, some folks had some wondering about where exactly uh, Glenn Cook was going to be uh, with the acquisition of Catherine uh, Rache. We're going to get to all that as we continue to break it down here. Locked on Browns, Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure we are your first listen. Make sure you're subscribed and following the show as we continue to give you the best Browns coverage we possibly can. This episode is brought to you by the fine folks at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions? Is your Odyssey an LX? Is it an EX? Is it a V6 or a V6 Turbo? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brands their warehouse happens to carry. You have access to rockauto.com at home on your computer, on your phone. So go ahead, look for these parts yourselves. The prices are the same. So go ahead and look into rockauto.com. And I'm begging you to do it because make sure you're not getting screwed on over. Uh, that's the first and foremost reason to do it. Save time and money when you're using Rock Auto. It's a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low and they are for every customer. Explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. All you need to do, type in the VIN number of your vehicle. It's on your registration. It's on your insurance ID card, and then you can go from there. They will know everything they need to know about your vehicle and be able to assist you in any way possible. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know the folks at Locked On sent you their way. Amazing selection reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Welcome back to Locked on Browns podcast. I'm your host, G. Bush, with my co-host, Jeff Lloyd. Great day in Browns today. Great day in the Browns community. Jadavian Clowney has signed back with the Cleveland Browns. We want to make sure that you guys 
make sure you get all the stuff you're going to get. You know, we're on the podcast, right? Anywhere you get your podcast, you can download us, but make sure you get on over to YouTube. We are going to start putting these things out as early as possible. So you get an opportunity on YouTube to catch that and make sure you're out here subscribing to, uh, the, to the Browns Locked On podcast on YouTube. Hit that like button because the like button is key. If they don't hit a like button, they don't think you like it. So make sure you like the Browns Locked On Podcast. We'll continue to drop these as well. And don't forget, tomorrow we got a very special guest coming up. Uh, Aditi Kinkabala, she will be in the building. She was on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. She will be on with us tomorrow, and we will talk to her about the Jadamie Clowney signing. Obviously, we will probably have to get to John Watson, Baker Mayfield, all the above letter D. But make sure you get you hit that subscribe button so you know where to get all your updates on the Browns Locked On podcast. One hundred percent, and I'm excited for tomorrow. Um, you know, we had additionally teased uh, Aditi on Friday as being the Monday episode. Obviously, it all went down today. We had to get this, and obviously, we wanted you guys to get our thoughts on all of that. Um, and we're going to try to start getting back. You know, obviously, in the infancy of Locked On Browns, we used to try to start the week. You know, late Sunday night going on here. Garrett's a busy, very busy man. I'm a very busy man. So we got to make sure that we get these out. Plus, the other thing is, look, it's summertime. Y'all got a lot of things on your mind. And Bad. by the time we give you a show, and if it drops late on Friday, y'all in weekend mode. And I, I can be honest with you. I can respect it. I want to be on weekend mode, too. Um, but some big moves here today. Um, the Browns have announced also that they are now going to have two assistant general managers. Uh, Glenn Cook, there were a lot of questions when Catherine Raich was brought in about whether or not that was going to be the end of Glenn Cook, which was weird because, look, Glenn Cook was – there was a good chance and a close chance Glenn Cook was going to be the general manager of the Chicago Bears. Didn't work out. They went another way. Um, that certainly would have given the Browns two more compensatory picks, you know, a late third rounder and then a late, a late third rounder the following season with now having two assistant GMs. And basically they have – two assistant GMs who are also working in vice president capacities. So, you know, one is handling this part of that job. One is handling that part of that job. The other one is handling this part of this job, the other, this job. So this is first things first, a guy like Andrew Barry, as young as he is in all the opportunities he was given in his time in the NFL, he's not going to just say, Oh, I got the big chair now and not look out for other people. Doors were open for Andrew Barry. He's earned everything he's gotten to be the general manager of the Cleveland Browns, but there were people who looked out for him to get him to where he is today. Everything we know about Andrew Barry, everything we hear about Andrew Barry, everything when you hear his wife throw out some things on social media, you understand he is a pay-it-forward guy. He's not going to forget those who did things for him, and he's not going to leave behind those that he was with in the day. So he's got to a great you know structure here. Plus, when he sits down, if you have an assistant general manager and it's just you, guess what? What happens? Garrett, you and I disagree. How do you make a decision? Now, with two assistant general managers, you say, okay, here's the thought process. Who's in? Who's out? If three of you agree, you know you're going to make said move. Right. If the first two disagree, all right, well, where are you at? Because we kind of need somebody to tip the scales here. So it's a smart move in that because you have a bunch of intelligent people, obviously, that Andrew Barry values. So now that there's three of them, it's kind of like, okay, well, maybe Catherine doesn't like this. 
I kind of like it. Glenn, what do you think? Or vice versa, any which way whatsoever. So I like the fact that there were essentially three people because you know it, it certainly helps with the decision-making. I also love that this team also now has, obviously, uh, Kaylee Bronson on the coaching staff. You have a female in the front office. Look, if you can get it done, I don't care, male, female. I don't care if your hair is royal blue. I don't care if you like to take a tricycle to work. If you can make it work and make this team better, I don't care anything about that. Come in, get things done, improve this franchise. I, I think he, he's uh, Andrew Barry has done a, a great job in just you know, you know, picking competent people. Uh, besides the fact that that um, Ms. Raish is a a woman in, in in sports, and and I'm a big proponent of of minorities and women getting an opportunity to show what they can do. I, I mean, she was the she's the vice president of football operations for the Eagles, so you know she's done it for a, a long time. Uh, vice president of operations, um, you know. She worked under that with Andrew Barry in 2019 with the Eagles. Um, they worked together. And what you look at with this with this move is not only you're getting a person uh, who who has experience, you have a, a person who's familiar with Andrew Barry and what he's trying to do in his philosophy and building teams. So obviously you have her and you have, uh, you know, you have someone on the coaching staff as well as uh, uh, Kelly Bronson, who is is there working on the ground level so when you look at you know minorities and and, and giving people an opportunity uh to shine an opportunity to break into sports uh the cleveland browns have been at the forefront of that um from even going back way back to sashi brown uh you know all the way back to giving african-americans you know like uh uh romeo cornell and and, and even hugh jackson the Cleveland Browns, um, you know, there's a lot of people that talk about diversity. Cleveland Browns really actually are about diversity. And they've done a good job of continuing to get not only just people to check boxes, but that people who have experience and people who have excelled uh, in, in this business. And the thing with Catherine Raich, and this is just quick here, is you got to keep in mind, Andrew and Barry was with the Eagles, what was it, 13, 14, 15 months? Mm -hmm. So it's not like anybody he worked with there – you could have said he walked away with and said, wow, you know what I'm saying? I've got this track record with this person. It's 14, 15 months. I mean, y'all, we've all had bad relationships that lasted 14, 15 months. But obviously with Catherine Rage, this is somebody where Andrew Berry really saw something and, you know, basically went to ownership. Obviously, they went to the Eagles and said, look, we got a bigger spot for her than what you're giving her, you know. And to the Eagles' credit, obviously, they let her go. Let her go, basically, you know, spread her wings. Eagles spread her wings. I didn't even mean to do that. Uh, but now you're giving up. Exactly. I didn't even try. But you gave it, you're giving somebody an opportunity to be greater. And maybe, you know, Andrew Berry felt, hey, I, I think they're holding her back. I, I think this lady, I think this girl, I, I think she's got more juice. I, I, you know, and I'm going to give her that opportunity, just like people did for me. So, look, we've gotten to it. Look, Genevieve Clowney back. This was the way I always felt it was going to work out. The Browns, where Clowney's career was trending like he was a guy signing a big contract, gets injured. You want to talk, you want to find people who don't like Jadavian Clowney? Go talk to Tennessee Titans fans, where he got $14 million and maybe played about seven quarters. They're still pissed off about that. Eh, sorry. He was fine for us because we put a plan in place and you know made it smart. Look, he ain't got to practice. Look, we're practice on Friday. The Browns already did this with J.C. Trotter. J.C. Trotter. We'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? You get yourself in the best physical shape. You need a little time off. You got to watch from the side. That's fine because we're worried about Sunday, Monday. 
We're worried about Thursday night. We ain't worried about necessarily Wednesday. You know, Wednesday at noon, I don't care about. I'm worried about when we got officials here, people, asses in the seats, and getting things done. We've gotten to the shape of the defensive end room now. Um, it's been reshaped this year. I'm extremely excited about it. You've got two stalwarts up at top. These guys can get things done. And some, you've got some guys that we want to see the growth. You know, who's going to be able to get it done behind them? And, you know, who's going to get those reps where, it's, oh, man, Jadavian's on the field, Miles on the field. Oh, my God, I got a rookie right tackle one-on-one. I am so excited for this. Put me in, Coach. You I got it, no problem. Oh, wait a minute, Jadavian's coming off the field. I don't want to replace him. I want to go on the field when those two are on the field together. And, obviously, the Browns now led by Andrew Berry and with two assistant general managers, Glenn Cook and, obviously, uh, Catherine Race. So, you know, good day for the Browns. It's weird you get so much breaking news from an NFL team on a Sunday in May. But, Andrew Berry, I do appreciate it. Cleveland Browns, we do appreciate it. Gee, you got anything before we take this puppy home? Hey, man, nothing much. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Keep us locked every single day. We'll be ready to go. And this is a place you need because the Browns is making moves. As you can see, Andrew Barry made moves on the field. He made moves in the front office. And, and as you see, we're we ready to make moves as well. We'll talk to you guys and get to you on the other side. So this, um, we've gotten to a ton here. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.